I'm reminded this morning of the old saying, uh, you heard it on Sesame Street with your kids probably, you know, if at first you succeed, try, try again. And that's because London City Council is going back to the drawing board to fill an open seat on the London Police Services Board. City politicians voted overwhelmingly in favour of a motion from London Mayor Josh Morgan yesterday to refer all 54 candidates to a future committee meeting uh, for the board. It's at that point they will then choose a shortlist of five individuals for interviews, and those interviews will then be conducted by council members, and they will, uh, from those five, choose one appointee for the London Police Services Board. Council was set to vote on the appointment of Ryan Goss, a Liberal staffer who was the campaign manager for Mayor Morgan, to the board, but as we have covered, that appointment has been met with some uh, backlash over the concern of a lack of diversity on the police board. To talk about this we are joined by susan toth london lawyer and a former chair of the police board uh, susan appreciate the time today good morning devin and it's funny because you and i were chatting yesterday and we we're talking about could there be a third way i was neither of us had any idea how it would go down last night and here we go third yeah. way found the, sorry i sorry to interrupt I, they did pick that third option what did you make of the decision by council Look, I think that the I'm of two minds. I think on the one side, it is it really only needed one person to sort of have that strength of character to say, I've listened. I made a mistake. This is the right way to go. Uh, We need greater diversity on the board. So in my ideal world, would I have loved to have that person instead of this inconceivable? We can never admit anything. Sure. Um, But is there power in pausing, just slowing things down? Absolutely. It's just at what cost? And I think that's sort of the piece that's staying with me is that it took so much effort, outpouring from the community, from allies. Uh, You know, you saw in in, in the city hall these Indigenous people who are again burdening or, or shouldering the burden of coming forward and saying, hi, we're here. You have come to our celebrations. You have told us truth and reconciliation is important. And yet, here we are again asking you to make your words actions. To that point, I mean, you've spoken very passionately on this topic over the past week. Is that a reflection of a lack of commitment you see to diversity in the city from City Council? I don't know how else to explain it, and I don't know if it's a lack of commitment, if it's a lack of education and and a willingness to educate yourself about these issues. I mean, frankly, Devin, you and and I have been around and talking about these issues for a while, and when I resigned, I specifically put out that call, and there was a great deal of media attention. So this shouldn't come as a surprise, and I think that's where it's shocking is that you know, people have come to me and said, well, they didn't really know it was going to be a media thing. It was going to bring attention from the public and scrutiny. And I thought, how do you not know? It's 2023. How do you not know at this point in time that having a board where six out of seven members are white is just frankly, it's ludicrous. There seems to be a concern uh, following the decision yesterday that we are going to end up right back where we started. Do you share that concern? Of course. And I think that's part of uh, the the harm that's already been done. And, and some of the language we heard last night was digging in rather than reflecting and listening. So I absolutely share that concern. I am always hopeful that with a little bit of time and sober reflection and maybe opportunities to speak to 
uh, incredible Indigenous leaders such as Brian Hill from Namrand, maybe that will make some of that difference. But it, it is a concern, and I and I again say to to Mr. Goss, somebody I have a great deal of respect for, go back to the truth and reconciliation calls to action. He should also be reflecting about the the harm he's doing and and considering whether or not it is in the best interest of the community to step aside. And I have to add this. There was some comments last night about concerns that Mr. Goss was under attack. I never saw that. What I saw over and over again was everyone saying, we recognize his qualifications. So to center this conversation about him, about Mr. Goss, rather than about Black and Indigenous people and racialized people who have for generations suffered harm, that's really concerning to me. This is not about Ryan, except for the fact that he refuses to step aside. If we are going back uh, to the start for all this, should we open it up to more candidates, or do you think we have a qualified candidate in that in one of those 54? I will never say no to encouraging more people to apply, specifically from racialized communities. So, you know, that's not for me to decide. I think what really needs to happen is the recognition that the system is working right now to... Um, to the detriment of those racialized communities. And, and it really is favoring those with access. And, you know, even when I joined the board, I actually went through an interview process where I think it was about seven or eight uh, city councillors all asked me questions for about an hour. So it's been done before. And, and we, for a long time, had a citizen-appointed steering committee, which I think was really incredible because they were independent from city council and uh, were looking at those those broader issues. So, you know what, the more candidates, the better. Do I think we currently have extraordinary? We have at least two incredible racialized people. I mean, Ziba Hashmi, unbelievable community member, community leader. Um, you know, obviously, Joe Wabakajig is also incredible. So we have them there. Do you, you kind of talked about the, the appointment process there. Do we need to, or does council need to review the way it makes appointments to the, to the board? There was some of that discussion yesterday as well. Yeah, I think certainly processes can always be improved, but I chafe a little at the idea that this was a process issue, and I keep hearing that, and I think it's a little bit of a cop-out. I don't really know that it was a process issue. What it looked like to me was just an unwillingness to approach issues from that truth and reconciliation and that diversity lens, even though that's built into the strategic plan, and there's been commitment, and Mayor Morgan campaigned on those platforms and made campaign promises to the city of London about representation. So is there room for improvement? Sure. Is the issue far deeper than that? Absolutely. Just finally, uh, have you given any thought to maybe possibly seeking to rejoin the board? (laughs) Not not for a split second and certainly not if there's um, some incredible indigenous people. I would always have stepped aside. I know that there was some criticism about that. I will always step aside if I feel that there is a black or indigenous person that can fill my shoes 100% of the time. Susan, as always, I appreciate the time. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Devin. That's Susan Toth, a London lawyer and former chair of the London Police Services Board.